Hi, welcome to BoobTube, the podcast where smart women talk about what they're watching and not watching. I'm Amanda Teuscher. And I'm Sarah Whitus. You sure are. I am. This is our last episode for a little while, Amanda. We're going going on a hiatus. I I still don't have my good mic, so I don't know if you could hear me sighing really heavily. No one watch any television while we're gone, okay? Everyone, yeah, Sarah decided to get married and go on a honeymoon. (laughs) During the peak fall TV, um, so that was really cool of her. I didn't, uh, I didn't take any of this into account when I booked this wedding venue. Unfortunately, uh, I should have. We should have gotten married in the middle of January when there's like nothing on. You know that would have been the, maybe the way to go. But next, yeah, I, next I cannot believe you didn't consult the TV calendar when deciding on a wedding day. Yeah, next marriage, we'll kind of work it around, <laughs> work it around the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Next marriage. That's uh, funny. Um, we'll be back. We'll be back in November. I will have missed all the spooky shows. Wait, were you I referring think? to, hold on, were you referring to my marriage? Uh Oh, sure. <laughs> oh my God, I love that you were referring. Okay, I thought you were referring to your second marriage and then I started laughing and then I was just like, oh my God, what if she meant mine and I'm being really shitty? okay no that was the joke Uh, you were making that was the joke and way to explain the joke amanda (laughs) (laughs) no i'll be back i'll be back i'll have missed all of right the spooky shows um but i'll be right right in time for all the christmas oh my gosh that makes me so sad you won't know you'll you'll miss the spooky shows we're actually getting back like I know we're getting back like actually like the day before uh, Halloween, but um, we can do like but a recap. Probably, but... Yeah, and if you make a list for me while I'm gone of everything I've missed, then I can watch them all on the oh way. My God, home. that would be really fun. You know what I should do is host the podcast by myself. It would be the weirdest thing ever. Oh yeah, just you doing just, both sides of the conversation. Yeah, just me like intoning into a microphone, <laughs> like, and then I watch this, and then I watch this. Is oh, that, that could be I really creepy. Like? <laughs> No, I kind of, that could be our Halloween episode. Just a list of every episode of uh, <laughs> Death in Paradise that I watched. Right. And um, like the sheep's head murders or something, whatever it is you. <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> English. sheep's head murders. Um, would watch. Definitely. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Like, she, uh, like the murders on sheep's head more. Um, right, I was thinking of like a more like a meadow or a yeah you know, something yeah kind of, yeah something um, really British like that yeah. yeah that's a great idea well anyway we should talk about real things I suppose since this is our mm. this is our send off for a while yeah. um, this week what did we watch I and you did too we both watched the season premiere of The Good Place would you yeah. think yeah I thought it was really fun. It sure um, was, wasn't it? I thought it was really good. To me, it was like a little long. I How would can you like... say that? I know. There's like every no episode. I feel like I want place. to be longer, so I finally <laughs> see. I I think that after like, especially after I've binged like a Netflix show, I or like a, a really you know anything on streaming, I'm like craving just small bites of television again so i really always you know i i think that when you go back to that it's like oh the network style is kind of refreshing Um, fair enough yeah 
so I think this episode was like a little bit longer. It was like 40 minutes or something, but yeah. um, I'm, so I'm a little, you know, now we're, we're like into kind of the second chance on earth for all of our, our main cast to like second chance to become good people. Um, I'm a little curious about how they make this into a season long plot line. Well, how do you know that they're going to do that? I guess I don't. I mean, I mean remember I, last I want... year, like the the second season, they they did what we thought would be the entire second season in two episodes. That's true. Yeah, that is true. And I mean, honestly, like I am can see myself getting tired of like the show on Earth. Pretty, you know, like I wanted. I love the wacky elements that come. Yeah, with, you know, it being set in a fake yeah world, and I like. I'm like, I want them to go back to the to the bad place. And like, you know what? They, you and know. they they might. There might be some yeah. weird thing where they go back in there. Yeah, I don't know. I think the thing about this show is that you don't actually know what's coming next. It doesn't. Uh, it's not very. It's true. No, it's true. It's very surprising. Um, can I say one of my favorite things was? Oh yeah, what? Um, I loved the uh, <laughs> I loved the like reintroduction to Tahani, and she's doing the like five hundred and twenty eight things. <laughs> I know you. it's like totally <laughs> making fun I... of Us Weekly. Hey, Tahani Al Jamil, I'm from International Sophisticate Magazine. Mind if we ask you five hundred eighty two questions? Sounds delightful. Where are we exactly? My pied-à-terre, just off the coast of Barcelona. What's one thing people don't know about you? That I was such a tomboy in high school. See? Wow, looking good. Okay, next question. Who would you say is the most famous person in your phone? It's not about who you know. Enlightenment comes from within. The Dalai Lama texted me that. I know. Well, I hate those videos. I think that actually the the company that makes them is like, I think it's maybe Vogue or Vanity Fair. Oh, so this is like, a real thing. Oh, it's a real thing. Yes. And it's a guy who sounds really annoying like that guy. Um, oh, my God. That's so funny. Like, the camera is from the perspective of the person the way that is. And it's basically just like the person comes into like a celebrity's house and is like, has like 50 questions for them or something. And it's really fucking stupid. And I That sounds it. horrible. Yeah, it's really dumb. And that's exactly what they were making fun of, th- those exact videos. And I just like, <laughs> it was like 528 things <laughs> with Donnie. That's so um, funny. Yeah, I um, loved it. I um, am... Jason I Mendoza, I just... you got to see him in Florida, which I always love, him and his native right. land. <laughs> yeah he's um you know also i just like i yeah i love when we explore jason's life because it is i mean obviously jason and tahani have like the most ridiculous regular lives right um and i i mean that is kind of like to me it's a little bit of a like a uh salve on on not being in the bad place where everything is really wacky like at least both of their lives are still totally ridiculous yeah they're very over the top people yeah yeah i think the um, cast also will keep it strong so that's okay um also i love the woman who um is like the sort of possible love interest for chidi um who is oh, the, the Australian doctor. woman? The Australian she's funny. doctor. She's really she's funny. really funny. I feel like I've definitely seen her. On I British thought she looked familiar shows. too. I wasn't sure. absolutely. I was like, yeah, um, I think I've definitely seen her. I was like, oh, you, you know who I was thinking maybe she was? Was she? She wasn't on. I didn't. Like, I should have looked this up. Was she on Killing Eve? Was she the um, 
the other... I don't think so. I feel like I would have remembered her. I thought she was maybe the woman that, that um, Eve worked with at, at, uh, at MI6. Um, Let's... Let's see. I could be wrong. I could that. I can look this up because But she was really funny and very Yeah, cute she was and... great. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I feel like uh um British accents and Australian accents for Americans seem similar. And then I feel like yeah. British people, American accents and Australian accents seem kind of similar. Like <laughs> I don't know. Right, they're like just they... like they're they're speaking my language, but wrong. Um, right, it's like got like a affect to it. Yeah, Kirby yeah. Howell Baptiste. Oh, you might be Am I right. right. Yes, she's in Killing yes. Eve. If she's in Killing Eve, if this Eve. is the okay. same person, yeah. I think because yeah, I thought she was um, Eve's friend. Yeah, that's so that funny. Is, oh, good for you. Game. Well, yeah, done, what a good Sarah. year on Good Place and Killing Eve. Two of what our a, favorites. What a fantastic um, year for her. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else did we watch? Oh, so, um, I went to visit my friend Callie, and I have been getting her to watch the X-Files. I've, like, given her Mm. our user guide. Um. Yes. So we watched (laughs) Bad Blood together, which was a fun, fun one to introduce her to. Oh, Um, yeah, that's a great, I'm always a fan of introducing people to X-Files episodes via, um, lighter-hearted, more fun episodes rather than, like, let me show you... Like some dark, scary shit, Home. you know? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or like, yeah, yeah I am all for. Um, I mean, she's know, already me. watched the first two seasons, so she's okay. getting there. But anyway, so she's that was there. fun. Skip um, other yeah. thing, my mom has recommended that we watch Murphy Brown, the new Murphy Brown. <laughs> I am not gonna watch the new movie. I so I watched a few <laughs> minutes of it when she told me to because I was curious because it's like you know sure. what if, if like uh was your mom just like, excited about the idea of it or had she actually watched the first episode no I think my mom just texted me to say hey I'm watching guess what they read yeah. they redid Murphy Brown and I'm watching it now and I asked her I was like do you like it and she said I think I really I like it, but it's really really anti-Trump, so I think that might be part of why mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> yes. So yes. So and Definitely. I I did get to see a few minutes of it, and they were just like kind of making fun of Trump. So I'm sure that's part of why the, my mom likes it. But it also is just kind of cool to see a sh- have a show come back with um like a later career woman as the yeah. lead. Yeah. You know. That's a good point. It's a good point. And it's about I... a professional woman where it's kind of like okay, well that's nice at least. <laughs> I never really spent a lot of time trying to get into the original Murphy Brown. Oh, I didn't either. I I never watched it. I think if I had been of a certain age when it was on, it would have been absolutely my shit. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Because, like, it's like, you know, right, it's like, you know, strong lady. She's, they're all, it's always been, I think, the show, the show, I think, has always had a pretty strong political viewpoint. Yes, definitely. Um, You know, with the whole, I think there was the whole thing with, Dan Quayle, you know, making fun of it and in the early nineties and, um, you know, or trying to, um, and yeah, so I, I probably, although as we know, we know that both of our stances on, um, you know, on reboots, reboots and Murphy Brown just falls squarely in my, there's too much other television on 
Yeah, no, we're not going to watch it, but just for those that that sounds good to you, I have do. it on good authority that it's kind of fun <laughs> to watch. it's good. Yeah. And if it, yeah, and if it sounds like it would be extremely your shit today, then Yeah, like that's not going to be our not watching, but no. we're not watching no. it, but not I would never that. not I would never explicitly not watch Candace Yeah. Bacon. Yeah, which we um, we will get to our not watching um yeah. later. <laughs> yes. Um what did you, what else oh, did yes. you watch this week? So I went ahead and watched all of Netflix's Maniac. Um, uh, so should I watch it too? You know, I don't know what to tell you on that one. This was a journey. You watched um, all of it. I know. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I was like, I'll watch three episodes. And then I, 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 Tom actually was out of town for the weekend. And he came home in the midst of me watching the second one. And, and he got really into it. And, and then it was just like, we were, he was just kind of, we were egging each other on with watching it. Um, no, you watch it. So, yeah. <laughs> so then I watched all of it. Um, the thing, okay, which I probably wouldn't have done. Again, this was refreshing. These are not, um, this was a show. The episodes are mostly like, God, one episode was like 25 minutes long. Um, they're really mostly between 20 and 40 minutes how, long. And, so um, how many episodes? There's, uh, there's 10. Yeah, there's 10 episodes. Okay. Um, okay, that's, that's doable. So it's a digestible piece of television. Yeah. Um, it, I, I gotta say, I had a similar reaction to this show that I did to Forever, which I talked about a little bit last week, which is, um, I would say there was more meat to this show, definitely, than there was to Forever. But, like, it was like I went on a journey, and then at the end, I'm like, what did that add up to? I mean... I, you know, it's like, you know, does this show make any sense? No. Was it fun to watch? Sort of. I hate when things don't make sense, though. (laughs) So if you're into the films of such auteurs as, uh, like, like Michelle Gondry, you know, Eternal Sunshine. um, I am. This has got some heavy Michelle Gondry. um, Okay. Tom thought it was a little more Wes Anderson. I didn't Boo, think it I was do. I'm quite... not that into that. So I think where the Wes Anderson stuff comes into me more is the reason I, I mentioned kind of both of these, um, you know, also like there's a lot of visual references to other sci-fi and it's kind of, there's like Blade Runner. There's I didn't know it was that sci-fi of a show. Yeah. So it, 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 it is, I would say, I mean, there's where the show takes place in a world that is you know similar to ours but is definitely not ours it's like adjacent to ours um and the world building in the show you know like with any great like michelle gondry uh movie is really fantastic the attention to detail yeah it's really a lot of it's just like really out there uh really colorful really you know kind of like Again, almost our world, but not in, and you can't really tell what time this is supposed to be taking place in, and it doesn't really matter that much. But, um, so it, again, if you like are into kind of, you know, funny sci fi, like I think that it could be up your alley, but you can't really watch this show saying, like, you know, uh, looking for a lot of, I think, plot. <laughs> cohesion like you have to be kind of okay with just going on a sort of aimless journey and i think that the show kind of like my career yes i can do this (laughs) i've got it i've got a real life (laughs) reference point (laughs) um 
You know, the show's trying to say a lot of stuff. It's a show about mental illness and how we deal with mental illness and how maybe there isn't just like a magical solution for the dealing with the trauma that we experience in life and dealing with or, you know, or mental issues that maybe we were born with. Like Jonah Hill, it's not a spoiler to say that Jonah Hill's character is schizophrenic. Um, We find this out within the first few minutes of the show. Yeah. Um, and the show is about, um, Jonah, primarily Jonah Hill and Emma Stone becoming test, willing, willing test, willing and enthusiastic, uh, test subjects for a series of drugs being developed by a shady, uh, mysterious corporation. Um, and, you know, they, uh, the, the drugs involve kind of making them a, uh, experience a lot of like really intense emotional highs and lows as like a way of of dealing with trauma that, that they've experienced or are going through. Tell me why the pill is so important to you. You like to get in here. You tricked me. I never would have messed with you if I knew all that stuff had happened. The blip. It's okay. It's not your fault. My sister and I were in a car crash five years ago. The driver passed out behind the wheel of a semi-truck. He had been driving for 30 hours. He was high on no-dose. His name was Greg F.U.N.Nasland. His middle name was Fun. It was his fucking fault for talking about fault. Every time I take that pill, I have to live through the worst day of my life, just like you did. I have to hear myself say the worst, ugliest things I've ever said to anyone. And it ends with the worst thing that ever happened. I fucking love it. Why? Because I get to be with her. Um, and it's a really interesting idea, um, but it and the, and through these drug tests, they go through all these different simulations, and the simulations in their minds are really what um, comprise most of the episodes of the show. So it's like different. Okay, so that is very much like Eternal episodes. Sunshine. Yeah, exactly. It's it's very. There's a lot of Eternal Sunshine <laughs> in this. So the show's directed by um, Kerry Fukunaga, who is most famous, I think, for um, producing and directing the True Detective. Um, but this is not very visually or otherwise, you know, connected to True Detective. Fine me. with me. Um, yeah, me too. Honestly. Um, I gotta say, I'll be curious. I'd be very curious if you watch this show. Both I think I works. might actually. I know you're you're not like it's, super pumped about it, but I I'm think it sounds s- interesting. Yeah, and I, you know, I found this to be a show that's like a little more, a little more about the journey than it is the destination. Um, you know, like I think it was a really beautiful show to watch. Um, the music, in particular, I think is wonderful. Like, I want to buy the score. Um, like really beautiful. I would also be curious to know uh, what folks make of Jonah Hill in this because I think he's terribly miscast. Um, I really d- 
don't think that he has the acting chops, even though I think Jonah Hill like may have an Oscar. I kind of forget. He, he was, he's been nominated at least twice, I think. Mm. Um, I don't know. You, Jonah Hill does not have the charisma to, and he, although this role is not really, he's supposed to be profoundly depressed, so it's not necessarily about charisma, but I just, Jonah Hill up against Emma Stone is like, he's not going to win it's that not battle. E- it's not even funny. I mean, also Justin Thoreau, I is incredible hubba, hubba. in this show. <laughs> like I actually, for some reason, always want to hate Justin Thoreau, and I can't ever remember why. Um, that's yeah, that's weird. I know. I don't. I don't like. I don't know. But he's a fantastic actor, and maybe the best actor I think with Emma Stone, and that's saying a lot for a show that also includes Sally Field. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I would. Um, say, I don't think this show is maybe quite as clever as it thinks it is. The scripting, I had a lot of problems with the, the plot, the plotting of the show and like, just it, it really making sense, uh, and kind of earning a lot of the, um, mm-hmm. character development. But, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's again, okay. I think well, it's about the journey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. So... Yeah, if you're in a Blade I think I will Runner, watch it. As done by Michelle Gondry, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's my take on Maniac, and I'll be interested to check back in with you if you if you watch that, because I would be very curious to hear more people's Listeners, let us know what you think about Maniac yeah. on our Twitter, at BoobTubeCast. What's that, what's that accent about? What's I don't know. On? It just seemed like something that would be like at the end of a BBC broadcast. Let okay. us know what mm-hmm. you think. No, I like you trying it out. It's good. <laughs> um, well, just what's... keep trying it out here and not uh, in a professional Let's just do the way. entire rest of the episode, I think. In. Yeah. Just feel free to drop in and out of that. Um... Righto. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what did we watch? We watched, uh, we both finished Insecure, which just ended on HBO. I always forget how short I know. I was so are. surprised. I was like, "Wait, like, wait, it's already over!" Yeah. yeah when the, I heard, like, "Oh yeah, it's the last episode this weekend," and I was like, "Oh shoot, I have so much to catch up on." And then I went to go catch up, and I was like, "Only three episodes," and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, kind of bummed out. Um, I yeah. I think the second um, half of the season really picks up, and it's way more fun um, and way more intriguing. Mm-hmm. both character-wise and plot-wise, than the first half of the season. So especially when it's... I think the real pickup moment is when they go to Coachella um, mm-hmm. with the or Baychella, and, yes. uh, and they hear, like, the drums in the background, and it's just a hysterical episode. Yeah, um, Kelly I is love so that funny episode. I know. Kelly's also so good in the finale. Um, she really and is. I love the And I love the slightly more emotional heft. Um that she's like given in the episode um with, the previous episode about the baby shower Tiffany. yeah yeah she's given like kind of you know she we actually get to see this like other dimension of of kelly where she you know is hurt and yeah um and is feeling you know kind of left out but i was yeah because i think when we friends. last talked about the show we were you had said something like i want more of her and yes. I think toward the end, and we I did still get don't more. feel like I have I s- enough. Yes, I still, I still want could more. always take more. It still could have like yeah. gone into that more, but um, I did appreciate that. Yeah, I remember when we talked about it initially. It was also kind of feeling like it was kind of a slow start. 
Um, but, you know, so, so I also uh, read a quick thing before um, we started talking that I didn't realize, which is the first episode of the show is Issa's um, 29th birthday. So the entire show so far has taken place in the course of one year. Is that <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Well, I'm like, what I a didn't... year Tiz has been. But also it makes a little more sense to me. I was saying that I was getting really tired of the We Got Y'all um, plotline. And it makes more sense to me in the context of knowing that it has actually only been a year because I was feeling like, you know, if she's, been like this kind of dragon on this job for like you know two three now almost three full years I'm yeah like, but um it's just also that's kind of funny because for me um and you but it just I didn't notice that it was over a whole year because there's no seasons yeah right like I in mean LA. I mean uh, season <laughs> yeah. changes it's LA, right, in so LA you don't notice it's always warm yeah, <laughs> it's just like it didn't even occur to me that in my mind it was. If you had asked me, I would have been like, "Oh, it was over three months." But wait, that doesn't seem right because she's with him for. Wait a minute. Right with but, Lawrence and then yeah. But I anyway. mean, also the show doesn't really do. Um, I mean, the show doesn't really do like holiday stuff right really at all. You know, like okay, we've had Coachella, and that's like a marker that it's summer at this point in the yeah the show also doesn't really like take any other you know seasonal cues or anything like right that. right so, because it's not uh, yeah. over a whole year you only have it in the summer yeah. so right. yeah yeah um but i really okay now tell me what you think i am like why are we suddenly focusing more on Lawrence again? That was that I thought I was like, is this leading up for something? I don't know. And I then felt, it wasn't. And and then it, it wasn't, wasn't, which was fine with me. I feel like part of it was um, might have been done to show, you know, so like you see, you see Lawrence kind of like starting to become interested in Issa again, and he's kind of impressed with her decision to organize this music block party and the show and that she's finally like doing something and she's not giving up on it. And then at the end Mm -hmm. when he's sitting on the blanket at the movie and they're kind of flirting and talking um, and he asks her how the block party is going and she says, well, you know, it was just too hard. I had to give it up. And he kind of like, you, you're definitely supposed to get the sense like, Oh, he's like, Oh, it's the old Issa again. And he Mm -hmm. loses interest. (laughs) So what's up with you? How's uh, how's the event going? I'm good. The event's kind of on hold. Oh, for real? I thought you uh, thought you were on or something. Yeah, dude, it's just got to be a lot. It got hard. Like I got so many rejections. It just seemed like it wasn't gonna work out. But you know, I'm just trying to make the right choices. Yeah, I feel you. Yo, I should probably get back for fast Mike eat on my taquitos. Mm, he stay hungry, are yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, said. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and I think it's kind of like there to see if like at you as the viewer are also wondering if she's just going to fall back into what things were. Mm-hmm. But you had already yeah, learned totally. early in the episode that she said, "No, I'm over him." And then, so mm-hmm. you see this, 
he leaves because he's, you know, he's like, oh, it is the same old Issa. But then later she on her own decides to, after talking to the other woman, like decides to put the block, pa- block party mm-hmm. back on. And she mm-hmm. also cleans up her apartment and does all this and says she needs a break from um, Nathan. And it's like all, I feel like it was, you know, totally. there was a lot of it, but it might have served a purpose of seeing how she has grown. Yeah, I agree. And and I totally agree. And like, I mean, and of course she, you know, you mentioned her not giving in to Nathan's, uh, you know, coming back here with his puppy dog eyes and like, you know. What? Don't like, you? Did you feel like there was something? I thought he was going to turn out to be way shadier. I thought so too. After that one episode where she's looking at the text after she gets the yes. call from Lyft that says they closed I thought the it was case. Be I was like, like, is he a grifter? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I thought it, I thought the same thing. I was like, is he going to like have like give it like, I don't know, some fake identity. His name's not Nathan. I don't know. I thought they were going somewhere like I'm glad that it didn't go because that's like not really what would probably happen in real life. No. So I'm kind of glad that it, it resisted that. Um, but I agree. I think that if the purpose of bringing back Lawrence was to show us how much Issa has grown in the time since she's been with him, like, I I can dig it. I wish, I'm like, that's like a lot of Lawrence. It was <laughs> like, a lot, but he's- I'm like, especially after we like haven't really seen any of him in, you know, for most of the, really most of the second season. Yeah, but it's and- also the show is so much in Issa's head. So maybe it's just that now suddenly he's in her head. So she's noticing him more. We also have sure. not seen Although, any Daniel for like the last five episodes, so. Which I am also glad about because that was wearing on me. Like Daniel was like, you know, I don't really see what's so special about him. And like, I, you know, she she's kind of drifting around a bit this season. And then at the end, you know, grounds herself in this goal. And, and I love, I also, I was reading uh, the same thing I was reading that pointed out about the, the one year thing also pointed out, um, which I would not have noticed otherwise, is that every season has sort of ended with um, Issa on some, on a couch. And the first season is, is her on the couch uh, that she and Lawrence had, or, you know, she's like distraught about, you know, the, the end of their relationship. And the second season is Daniel's couch. Uh, hmm. And now she's in her own apartment and it's her couch and she's like contemplating the future and actually feeling like pretty hopeful about yeah. it. And I think that's really sweet. Um, also, can like, we just talk about her apartment briefly? Yes. There's yes. no way, like all that mid-century furniture. I was like, where the fuck did she get this? And where was it when she was living with it? I'm like, what the hell? That place is so great. <laughs> yeah, because her apartment with Lawrence was like pretty, like there was, I mean, there was some furniture, but it was like not... <laughs> It's like, I get that you're trying to show us that she's, like, more adult now and more independent, but where did she get that furniture? Because it's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, knowing Issa, like, it would be like, oh, like, you know, someone, like, left it out and I, like, took it home and, you know, but, like, I... It was way too nice for that. It was it was too nice. Yeah, it was too nice. Also, Issa is living on a um, part-time building super. Oh, yeah, that's pretty otherwise- funny. I was worried about that. I will say one more thing I want to say is that sometimes shows like this stress me out because it's very much just what you're watching are people make decisions that often turn out to be bad decisions. And it stresses me out to watch them make the decision and just and they be pleased with it. And you know that it's leading to something bad. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? I find that really frustrating and not enjoyable. Um, and the the thing where she was going to be like the part time super, I was 
when the, when she made the decision to do that, I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't want to see the problems with this because I already know them. They're not going to be funny and Original. unexpected to me. I'm like yeah. dreading them at this point. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that that actually hasn't happened. It's just been like funny stuff, like the guy with the dog's yes. poop, or like the the woman, what's her name, Trina, or something, where she's just a psycho, and Issa's like, "I'm a ghost." Um, yeah, and like occasional punctuation. Yeah, or like that kid, that one kid. He's like, right. Are "You kissing on the mouth?" Like that's so <laughs> cute. Right. Even her. I love the reference in the last episode. Uh, my neighbors, you know, filed a noise complaint to me about me. About me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's I, been like a nice surprise. I was worried about that. Agreed. I was like also kind of worried that it was going to turn into some like wacky like <laughs> string of ridiculous right. people. But I always feel that way too about Molly's fun. like professional decisions. Like when she decides to be, you know, like like bitch boss lady where you're kind of just like, Oh, this is going to backfire and I don't want to see it backfire. Cause I want her to do well. Yeah. It's, it's... well, I guess so in this one though, I but in this one, it didn't finale, happen. It did. Exactly. Well, I think that it did. I think it did, I but not the way I expected. To, it, exactly. But I mean, also it seemed like her, like, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Is it Torian? Um, Torian. Yeah. Yeah. And, and her other coworkers, you know, kind of, she's been a little bit, exiled at work and it seemed like you know and and Issa was saying um you know you're gonna be basically all alone up there at the top if you keep you know being a bitch to everyone I'm like okay I have not seen Molly do anything that I would consider you know out of like she decides to give the presentation on her own right like she's not doing anything go for it no totally not but then at the end he's like well you know you don't need me blah 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 and then it seemed like she was a little bit cast out by by her other co-workers for, for taking charge of that that meeting and sort of, you know, um, laying her claim yeah. that way. But I was like, that seemed like a perfectly reasonable thing to do to no, me. No, she didn't like, do anything wrong. I think it's mostly yeah. just, I think what it also shows is that she, the, the way she grew in this uh, series is that, you know, her tendency to just see the worst in people or just get mm-hmm. mad and just become like a, you know, just kind of a fighter mm-hmm. doesn't always serve her well sure um and yeah it, both in like personal relationships and then at work and i think mm-hmm. that's kind of what um that might have been a part of because yeah you i agree when with she you. calls what's his face uh and um is like i'm sorry i i think i see the worst in people and like etc etc um so then when that happened with the work thing, I just felt bad for her. I didn't think of it as, like, a learning moment for her. I'm just like, boy, yeah, it yeah. sucks to be a woman in the workplace when you just, you're just trying to do your job well. Yeah, yeah, and I think you're right. I mean, also, I'm not sure in that sense if it's trying to say, like, you know, she has been treating, you know, Torian as an enemy from day one, but, like... But he was you know, being he, annoying. He was being annoying, and he was talking over her. And yeah, like, and he was So I don't really want the show to be so. making the... I don't really want the show to be making the case that, like, she shouldn't be... Right, that's what know, I wonder. Yeah, it's a good Reaching point. for what she wants. Yeah. And, like, if she wants to be a partner, she does have to be, like, you know, yeah. pretty, pretty relentless. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I hope it's not making the point of, of like... Uh, you know, of so something something else that I thought was interesting that I just wanted to mention was I didn't really realize this, but I guess in the world of like insecure Twitter and insecure social media, um, something that had been a big issue, I think a big enough issue that Issa Ray actually had to address it was that the show was um, 
not was depicting a lot of sex without um without depicting anyone using any condoms and over the last couple of seasons and Mm. that there were a lot of sex scenes i mean obviously maybe not applying to scenes where people are in relationship but there's a lot of you know casual sex on the show and that people were not being portrayed to be using any protection and this was something that was actually like i guess really it's something i didn't really even notice but uh, i guess a lot of people were pretty irritated about this and Issa Rae actually had to yeah, make a statement about it and saying that's not really. Is that why the chlamydia thing is in there? That is. So I was like, when that whole thing came up, because I was again like, okay, we're like going in. Lawrence is also growing up. Not that I care, but uh, and so we have this whole plot line where, (laughs) yeah, Lawrence gets chlamydia and it's calling all these women to tell them that he has chlamydia. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) was this just, this was, I feel like very clearly inserted plot line. Um, to yeah to kind of indicate to people yes we do care about that please use condoms yeah (laughs) it's funny though (laughs) yeah a little eye rolly but i you know that's that's uh i and i could be wrong maybe they always had this plan but i kind of doubt it um Um, yeah yeah. that's funny um yeah anyway i liked it i liked the second half um anything you wanted to add about it uh no let's look in ahead um, what yeah so what are you even going to be able to watch while you're gone i don't know um you know i'm gonna really get into the world of italian uh you have operas. to so I'm, t- I'm tasking you with you have to find one bonkers italian show yeah if i do I'll, you can better but you better believe i'll be like instagram storing it um i excellent do want to have some stuff to download to watch on the plane so i will be on the lookout for netflix content that can be downloaded onto my ipad um and well you know you should just follow the um boobtube twitter account at boobtubecast (laughs) um and maybe i'll shoot you some suggestions while you're traveling Please do. Please do. I have a, you know, seven hour plane ride um, ahead of me. So I will be looking for some stuff there. I probably don't have a lot of television aside from that immediately on the agenda. What are what about you? Boy, I don't know. I guess um, I think I'm going to watch Maniac. Yes, and I think you should. There was an oh, so another show um, that I've been told is really good is the Spanish show um, hmm. about oh, hold on, uh, Spanish flower show, and it's a show about just Spanish like, flowers. Flower, no, it's like... um, no, it's like okay. So the English title is House of Flora uh, Flowers, La Casa de las Flores, and it's. The outward perfection of a family-run flower business hides a dark side rife with dysfunctional secrets in this darkly humorous comedy series. And apparently it's really funny and crazy and kind of semi-campy. And, like, there's, hmm. like, murder and, like, the, the, the owner, the, the patriarch of this family-run flower business has an affair. And it's just all this drama. And I saw a few minutes of it. My roommate was watching it and it looked pretty delightful. Um, huh. And kind of dark, which I was kind of into. So I think I might watch that. It's on Netflix. Um, it's on Netflix. But okay. it's a Spanish uh, show. Um, so. Interesting. Yeah. I have never watched a show hailing from Spain. I Usually they're be... very annoying. Um, 
Huh. Have like, you watched others? Yeah, I watched um, Las Chicas de las, uh, del Cable, I think. Um, it was called, mm-hmm. like, the, the Cable Girls. And they were, like, girls that worked in uh, 1920s for a cable company in Madrid. And hmm. um, it wasn't very good. And I've watched that. Um, there's one that, 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 that creepy semi-horror show that I watched about um, the, the boarding school. Where people like, disappear. Oh, okay. Yes. That also wasn't very good. This looks much better. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, or like the Grand Hotel is another one. Anyway, they tend to be just huh. like way overdone and bad acting yeah. and bad writing. This doesn't yeah. seem like that. So I think I'm gonna watch that. Cool. Um, it's called The House of Flowers. So The House of Flowers. I gotta say, doesn't have me intrigued based on the title alone. But it's like the Great British Bake Off of um That's kinda of what I was <laughs> of the I know, I realized when I said like flower show, I'm like that's that's a that is a thing. Um that means something <laughs> else that's not it's not helpful. Um <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it just it looks pretty twisted and weird, so I will report back. Um let's see, so something we are not watching this week, um there is a trailer I saw this week for a show called God friended me, and I just can't get over this show. Yeah. God friended I... me, as in, like, on Facebook. And it shows, <laughs> like, the guy getting a friend request from God. And, oh, here's the thing is that this guy, the main character, he's an avowed atheist. He has a podcast that inexplicably he just signs off every episode by saying, like, God isn't real. I am your host, Mouse Finder, reminding you that there is no God and that is okay. And you're just like, what the, what kind of podcast is this? And he has people on, like, believers come on and just debate him, which is just like, I can't that think of a more fruitless podcast. That would be the most annoying thing in oh, the world. Right? I watched this trailer, um, which, <laughs> which is, like, seven minutes it's, long. This trailer is such a journey, and, like, this is what we're here it's for, like listeners, is that we watched this so you didn't episode. have to, and we're, like, here to report that this is not worth your time. But, yeah, it's, like, a third of an entire episode. Yeah, I, it, it just, it's, like, if you, if you didn't need to watch the show before, you certainly don't after having watched this trailer it's, because you basically just saw the entire The trailer thing. is so nuts. You find out so much backstory. You find out that this guy, his father is a preacher or a, like a, a reverend. and Isn't that, isn't that, you know, isn't the that most ironic? television thing you've ever Yeah, and he's like, life. you should know that God isn't real, Dad, because of what happened to Mom. And what happened to Mom was Mom got breast cancer he prayed every day for her recovery then inexplicably she was cured and then on her way from from the hospital she died in a car accident so now he just doesn't believe in god and then he gets this friend request wait, wait I, I that's that's something we shouldn't gloss over easily it's like basically indicated that like the literal day that his mother is declared like you're cancer free she's like driving home from the hospital with like, a new lease <laughs> I mean, on life and she's killed in a car accident i know it's like, so horrible get i think you're supposed to think here. it's horrible though i mean but... i think you are but i'm like <laughs> it's just like what in the world and then and so then I think that, like, right, the conceit of the show is that God is, like, people is, like, God is, like, suggesting friends to him He's, like, connecting, Facebook. he's trying to find a way. Yeah, I guess so, that he's showing how good can be done in this world, and it's God's hand kind of working through it. Like, it starts with him, God suggesting this friend named uh, John Dove, which, oh, good lord. Like, and John Dove... It? 
he sees, yeah, he, so the main character sees John Dove walking and then somehow saves him from killing himself in front of a subway train. And then he meets this girl who's a journalist and she's like, I know I'm a journalist. I can help you find people and we're going to find out who this God is. And they're... She, she winds finds, up getting hit by a car. She gets hit by a car, and then like it's suddenly John Dove is there, and John Dove is like, "I'm a doctor," and there and like he saves her life by giving her CPR in the street. I don't. There's I, literally a we need a doctor. I'm a doctor, and he just like comes out of the car behind the cab that hit her, and he's like, "I'm a doctor," and then she's later she's like, "Maybe God put John Dove." in your life for you to save him so he could save my life i'm like he gave you cpr you got hit by a cab this is so stupid okay you know but you want to know one thing that i do like about this show is that it seems to me from the trailer at least and who knows but it seems to me that they only they only refer to god as they and not oh that's interesting which i do like i mean there uh, are now couple... i don't know i don't intend to watch this show obviously and i can't tell whether that's something that but it seemed in the trailer that um god was not given a a, a gender identity, so that that is good like. and there are you know some saving graces about this show the cast is very diverse if it were just an all-white cast i think this show would just be like straight for like the hallmark bit or something exactly completely just completely but even, right even with that and even with them trying to be it's still just so it just seems so overwrought and uh it's it's just it's a show for moms and dads to watch with their like 10 year old and members of the clergy definitely and members of the Um, clergy i don't know if they like the The show is also telling me brandon michael hall that name sounds super familiar well, I was immediately thinking of Anthony Michael Hall. I think Hall. that might be why it sounds familiar, because <laughs> of Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, um, and I uh, don't know who um, Brandon Michael Hall is. But the show well, he's the guy who's... in God Friended Me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the God's show's best only, friend. Like, referring to me, I mean, referring to him like I should know who it is. Um, I also, like, don't know, I'm wondering if, like, there is some kind of, you know, are we supposed to be, like, I don't know, are we supposed to be believing in God? I just, like, is there some kind of, like, explicit God messaging here about, I don't know. I just, like. I don't know. That's what I just feel. I'm, like, very squicked out by it. I just, like, this could be, this could be sneaky. So we will not be watching God Friended Me if you are all the best to you. Um, but Tell us, always as always with our not watching, just tell us if we're wrong. I'd love to, at the end of this show's first season, um, have a super cut of all of the worst moments. Um, <laughs> all the worst the, trailers. Yeah, because the trailer of all the worst moments of the first episode was really um was pretty entertaining actually <laughs> uh but i don't know i'm just like this just i can't do a a show about how i mean because right because like what seems to be indicated by this show is that there is like a higher power and like connect there's like a meaning connecting right all of it us. just seems like, like no, something isn't. that should be in yeah. the 90s yeah definitely this belongs back with touched by an angel yeah um, yeah something like that where it's just kind of like God, but cool. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. not. 
Yeah. Then, we're not watching yeah. it. No. But we did talk about it for a long time. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's all we're here for. This, you guys can assess, too. So yeah, we watch the trailer so you don't have to. You make your own choices. Yeah. Um, well, I think the time has come to say cheerio. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Yeah. I did. I did. It took me a second to see what you did there, but I, I was know. waiting for like 15 minutes to say cheerio at the, at the end. You're like, like I'm this. done with this podcast. I just want to say cheerio. Yeah, definitely. And I am really glad that I got to do my my British thing too. It was great. Uh, it was great. That was actually that was actually my Australian thing. Yeah. Yeah, they say cheerio there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, well. We will see all of you in a few short weeks. However, will you survive without us? But oh, it's going to be rough, but yeah. you'll get through. And we'll yeah. see you on the other side. Thanks for yep. listening. Bye. Bye.